0: Live, we're live, so welcome back, Latino Free Minds. Uh, this is our first live episode, but it's our 16th episode. Um, so if anyone's tuning in or gonna tune in for the first time, you know, hope you enjoy it. Um, we do have a website now where we have merch, uh, we have hoodies, sweaters, shirts, hats, all that stuff. Uh, the link is at our website, I'll, I'll put the website below later. Uh, go check it out buy something support uh and share the share the show um but you know we 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 talk a lot about of uh you know current event things that are going on and just kind of a different perspective that that other people you know might not hear or might not have so you know we 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 wanna talk about those kind of things right and you know this past week there was a lot of stuff going on especially in chicago and you know it's kind of it ties into a lot of the things we've talked in our first what 15 episodes right mm-hmm. and you know kind of talking about this beforehand mm-hmm. and what we mentioned last time is <laughs> we we always end up at manipulation right we always end up as that's part of the cause that causes all these other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. um,
1: And I think the patterns that we see is that they put these um, events on, you know, daily local news, like what happened in Chicago um, to get our emotions going to start the divide. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when we start talking about these that's the first thing that you want to go to and you start talking to your friends, social media. Um, We were talking about all the negative comments that we saw a lot of derogatory comments made towards the group of people because the majority were uh, African American Mm -hmm. and they're really young, um, young group of kids. And we talked about it in the last episode is that the younger spectrum is being targeted because they're easily, uh, influenced, you know, manipulated. And I think this is live. What's happening is exactly what they're projecting to happen. It, yeah. Me, this is a success of, uh, the money, mani- m- what success of the mani- manipulation looks like. Um, mm. so we start talking, making derogatory comments, the divide starts happening. Um, They start hearing those comments uh, coming from all different directions. And here it goes. Then the media jumps in and they've got the narrative that they wanted. Um, So we were talking about looking at what's put in front of us by social media, uh, news networks, politicians, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And... What we have to train ourselves is not look what they're putting in front of us, but why they're putting it in front of us and how it came to fruition. Mm -hmm. So, and that's how you and I started, you know, talking about, you know, the age group that's being manipulated. You don't see 30, 40 year, 50 year old people out there, um, you know, causing chaos. Um, It's the younger group that's um, out there again. Easily influenced. Another point that you made is that even though they're younger than that 18 to 29 age group that we talked about the last episode, that gets targeted
2: mm-hmm.
1: by um, what is the White House calling them? The, the uh, influencers. The influencers. So that's the age group that they're targeting, 18 to 29, right? Mm-hmm. But you've got to remember that these younger teenagers that were writing in Chicago are going to be 18 in a couple of years, if not less. Yeah, so they're, they're young minds that, um, don't even know that they're being manipulated for a specific agenda by, uh, the government and politicians, um, George Soros that funds organizations that fund the politicians.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like we were, we were saying too, cause, um, uh, you know, everybody had seen that, uh, the mayor the well the mayor elect i don't know if he's officially the mayor yet uh he was commenting or he was saying that uh we shouldn't be demonizing the kids right, and you know in a sense, probably people hear that, and you know I know I heard that, and I was like you know how are we how are we not gonna blame them? They're young adults, like they should know you know right from wrong in a sense, mm-hmm. but you know when you when you think about it and kind of how when when you had said that earlier. It's like, well, yeah, it does make sense. Like, yeah, don't don't demonize them because they've, yeah, they've been in a system that, that leads them towards this type of behavior.
1: And the parents, too. So the parents, um, so there was a lot of comments about the parents of uh, these um, teenagers, these young adults, um, you know, just basically saying that they weren't good parents, good people, or whatever the case may be, whatever they were saying. Um, but they've been manipulated by the system too.
0: So I'll tell that. Is it the mayor or governor that you were talking about right now? It's the mayor and, and his name is uh, Brandon Johnson. He's the mayor elect.
1: So let me say this. I'll agree with the mayor, uh, Mayor Johnson. It's like, not let's not demonize them. We'll demonize the local government, the DA, um, him, you know, or Miss Lightfoot, um, that was the mayor mm-hmm. prior to him coming in. Um, I'll, let's demonize them. They're the ones that created this environment, created this um, outcome. Yeah. You know, yeah. influencing yeah. these, m- influencing and manipulating these young adults into doing that and allowing it to happen. It's like, yeah. do you yeah. really think that, um, you know, not just young adults, but anybody for that matter—any uh, young adult, or adult, or senior citizen, whatever the case is—you think that they're really going to go out there and do that? If they're going, if they're going to be repercussions, mm-hmm. they're going to be arrested. There's going to be rule of law. You know, I highly doubt it. Yeah. And some of those videos were pretty, pretty scary. Um, especially yeah. the one where they showed that one girl that just got absolutely mobbed by i, yeah, I, don't, I don't even know, even know how know many people many. Look like a, a lot of
0: people so yeah i think that's probably one of the from all the clips you know obviously everything with, what they were doing was you know ridiculous but yeah that was probably one of the most enraging uh, clips to see right because it's just yeah, it's a it's a woman i don't know if she was trying to go into that building or or whatever and then yeah it's just this whole crowd just gets around her and just starts to, to beat on her so you know hopefully she's okay
2: yeah. but
0: you know like you said right they, they've been living in an environment where none of that stuff has been uh, there's been no accountability right it, yeah. it's kind of in a sense right it's been like a, a free for all so yeah. wild wild west so. Yeah. so you know when when the policies that they've instituted allow for a wild wild west you know the rest of us shouldn't be shocked by it no it's it's the environment that those policies that government that local government has allowed and you know in a sense that it's you know they they've ushered it in
1: you know i just had this thought while we're talking here is what is the end game for the lack of a uh, rule of law right Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> the United States is not a democracy, right? It's um it's, a um, it's a republic. but what what's more important in a republic is that each state governs itself in a way, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, the, there's the federal government, and in and in Washington D.C. They're, they're striving for more and more power, right? Mm-hmm. So if that's what they're striving for and they've, if they've got all these politicians, DAs um, installed wanting to get more and more power, what you do is you break down each state, the rule of law in each state. And you say that it's broken, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And As it breaks more and more and more and more, then the federal government rides in a white horse and goes, "We have the we have the solution," you know. "We we have to take care of this federally," you know. Mm. The police is going to be, you know, um, uh, federal, right? Right. And then that gives them more control over everything. Yeah. So if you look at this. The way that each state, especially the blue states, are breaking down and breaking down and breaking down. You could make the case that, you know, if the federal government comes up with a good plan to, you know, police the those states under a federal umbrella, they could potentially do that. They could convince people of doing mm. that. Yeah. And, you know, think about the patterns. Defund the police. What is What's gonna happen if you defund the police?
2: It's gonna <laughs> exactly be chaos.
1: exactly what's happening in Chicago. Exactly. Mm. So after a few couple years of that, um politicians, you know, prepare speeches. Hey, we've got the solution. And and there's methods. Um, you know, they present the problem and then they present the solution. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, this is just me, you know, kind of like spitballing and thinking outside the box. Why in the world would they allow it to happen? Why would this lack of law and order be allowed? Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that comes to my mind. I don't know if you can think of anything else, but.
0: No, I mean, well, I kind of what I was thinking about was. You know, and I think maybe this is just a basic thought, but I was just like, you know, we're we're the parents, you know, because um, I get I, I get that the policies have allowed that, but in a sense, like I was thinking, you know, as a parent, wouldn't you you should be taking care of your home, right? In a sense, as far as and maybe it goes back to what we talked to at the beginning was. You know, knowing your kids and and being aware of what they're you know exposed to. But at the same time, it's tricky because like we said right now, it's well, they've all been in that environment for so long. So is it so is it just normal now? You know? So, you know, but my first thought goes to like, okay, well, where are the parents? Right? You know? Um, obviously the policies that are put in place, you know, it it kind of you know, not to sound harsh, but it, it, it's a it's a culture where, you know, there's a lot of single single mothers, fatherless homes. So it's mm-hmm. like that's part of the problem, too. But it's also it's also caused by the policies that basically incentivized single motherhood or having a kid and, you know, collecting whatever it is money for for having more and more kids. You know what I mean? I think that's all it's all connected. It's you know, it's part of the problem, all of that.
1: Mm yeah, it's a huge part of the problem. But what I would say to that is the parents today the majority don't don't have that mentality. I I shouldn't say majority, but a lot of them. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Um don't really understand that they are the biggest influence in their kids' lives. But check this out. This is the crazy part. And it kind of, this is where everything starts clicking together and correlates. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what are the schools doing right now? They want to bypass the parents that do care, right? Mm-hmm. That do understand that they are the biggest influences. And
0: what are they trying to teach them at school? Everything, but <laughs> just all kinds of race things, uh, just just different, just divisive stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So here are the parents. Here are the
1: children. Right. Mm-hmm. The government or local government or education system is trying to slide in between mm-hmm. at a very young age. Yeah, it's not even. It's not even high school. Not even middle school. It, it's happening in elementary school,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that we're talking about it right now because we're we've noticed it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But can you imagine how long this this has been happening? So people have been programmed, you know, to let the government, the schools influence their kids, yeah. and that's why I said what we're seeing in Chicago. It's the exact
0: outcome that they wanted, mm-hmm. and and this is this is something that I had written down also is because we talked about the school system on on episode two, right? And, and we also talked about kids and how when they get to this point where they're fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, it's too late. You know, remember we when we said that. Mm-hmm. Um, And the the other thought I had was, well, this is what happens when you let the government raise your children.
1: Yeah. Remember, we were talking about um, when the um, the politicians start saying that our kids. Belong to the community. That's this is this is what happens when you when you believe that they belong to the community. You're not gonna control them. The community mm. says, "Let's go out and rage." They're gonna be like, "Hey, mom, pop, later, I'm gonna go out and rage." Yeah, because they belong to the community. Yeah, that's true. If they belong to the family. You've got, you've got control. You've got they're they're on they're on your side. They're like, "Hey, mom and dad, you know this is going on. You know what do you think?" yeah they don't you know they they engage with you, they talk to you, you have an opportunity to go, hey, you know what this is a bunch of b s and this is reason number one, two, three, and four, and five, and you have a conversation back and forth mm-hmm. but when when you and they believe that they belong to the community, they're not asking you, they're telling you, I'm out, I'm gonna go rage with my friends or you know who whoever,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that I I didn't, I hadn't even thought of that, but that makes that, that makes a lot of sense. It's they, they see the people around them, their environment, they're doing all that. And again, it's been normalized for, you know, who, who knows however many years they've been there that, all right, everybody else is doing it. Let's go. This is, this is what we, you know, what we should be doing. So, uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's all
1: <laughs> it's part of the the system. Look, yeah. you know, um, I don't know if I know some of this stuff was implemented when I was a kid, but not at this um, extreme. So you've got to understand that these kids that were out there before they were born, this was already in place. They were mm-hmm. they were already in the elementary schools. They were already yeah. in the middle schools. Uh the uh celebrities, politicians, they all of this was already out there. So this is all they've known. You know, social media was heavy, you yeah. know, when they were growing up. So um this is all they've known, man. And and that's why I say why demonize them. It's like we have to peel back the the layers, like we were talking about. And say this is what they put in front of us. Why? Let me see. Why did it happen? Mm. Okay, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you know what? You're right, man. Let's not demonize them. It's like you guys are the ones mm-hmm. that we should be freaking blaming uh, for all of this, and not fall into their trap mm-hmm. of you know hate because that's all they want is that division. Yeah. There was not to change the subject, but you mentioned something about marriage and things like that right mm-hmm. so last night i heard a statistic and um it, it the statistic, statistic says that 50% of marriages um fail mhm that's a lot yeah and, and, and it's part of that same thing too um, there's no more compromising, there's no more sacrifice, there's no working hard or anything like that mm-hmm. and a lot of these um marriages a lot of people don't even get married actually, but you know there's a lot of kids that are uh are born in these relationships, whether they are married or aren't married um and the people that do get married, if this statistic is correct, it's fifty percent so these a lot of these kids. Are growing up with that mm. now, since that rate is so high, it makes us think and wonder: Is this what they want? Yeah, yeah. Think about it.
0: Yeah, that broken like, families, broken home, the home. Yeah, it's to to me. It's like it's a it's exactly what they want it's part of the plan, it's part of the system it's part of that cycle that that is the norm now like you yeah. said if fifty percent of marriages fail, then to me that's like okay that's normalized it, yeah. it it's been normalized to you know get out of your marriage like you said not compromise, not make any sacrifices as soon as things get tough, I'm sure there's a lot of people that just all right, we're done. Or think
1: about this. We just said being the big example in the kid's life. You're thinking in a broke, you know, in, in that situation, they have an opportunity to do that. You know, if you have a, a complete family, you know, there's time to focus on, on work and family and, and it's healthy. Right. Right. And a broken home, you know, that one parent, you know, if the mother is doing the majority of the work or the father is doing the majority of the work, the focus isn't there. The They're not living with the other parent. So the focus isn't there. So where's the good influence in that kid's life? It's nothing but I don't want to say it, nothing but bad influences, but the likelihood of them being influenced by something bad is higher just just because of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and. You know, and, and to go back to, um, go back to, the mayor, right? And he's saying, "Don't demonize him." It's like, okay, I won't demonize him, right? Because thinking about it, what we've talked about is, all right, that's the environment that they've been put in. The 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 government policies that are put in place have allowed it to that point. So I won't demonize him. But now you need to tell me what are you going to do to stop it? What are you going to do to correct it? You know what I mean? Then just tell me not to not demonize him. And then it's like, OK, well, well who's to blame and who's going to do the actions to to prevent this from recurring? Well,
1: my answer would be it's not them. They're not going to do it. Even if we hold their feet to the fire, they are not going to do it. And yeah. my belief, my belief is that these politicians are not elected. I am a firm believer that there's uh, um, voter fraud widespread mm-hmm. at every level. Um, what, what we see right now is people installed And the biggest, one of the biggest examples that the entire nation has seen is what happened in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, Katie Hobbs supposedly won the election. And on um, my way home today, I was listening to uh, someone speak, and they they did a poll, and the most unpopular governor is guess who? Katie Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Come and on didn't man. she just? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just won the election.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's and it's crazy too because you know same applies to to Joe Biden right the the most popular president is also the most unpopular president of all time so that's kind of weird
1: <laughs> it's it's
0: not adding up you someone tell me how it adds up yeah it doesn't it doesn't add up at all but you know i think uh if anything even these situations, kind of like we've been talking about before, are eye-openers, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, for people, um, it, you know, you, it could be you, right? It could be your your daughter. It could be your sister that's trying to, you know, I don't know, get home or or wherever that lady was going, right? It seemed like she was right outside the door of wherever she was going. And then for for this group, this mob to just, you know, beat her up. Like that—that that could happen to anybody, and that—and that's an eye—an eye opener, because, you know, you're able to see. Okay, you know what? Or at least it makes you think: Why is all this chaos allowed there? You know, y- you start to wonder where was the police? You know, and yeah. and it's and it's exactly like you mentioned before. It's like, well, if these cities are let's defund the police, then again, you end up with chaos.
1: Yeah. You know, um, just root cause drilling down, it's kind of how my brain works. Um, you know, I was saying that they're not going to fix it, even if we peacefully protest, like real peaceful protest, like a, <laughs> the two definition of it. Um <laughs> not the 2028 version. <laughs> yeah, not that one, not the 21st century version, but <laughs> um they're not gonna fix it. Yeah, so what what is the fix? The the fix is getting the elections clean. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only way you know, you know, in war, um Uh, I heard this a long time ago. I don't know if I was reading like a leadership book or I don't know what the heck it was, but in order to win a war, you know, sometimes a lot of people think that you have to go head to head and battle the enemy till they, um, you know, tap out or until they lose, die, whatever, whatever term you want to use. But there's other uh, tactics, right? So, you 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 attack their food supply, water supply, um, a stream of income, and stuff like that. And you don't even really have to sacrifice any lives, or you know, actually battle, you know, hand to hand, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of like what I'm describing. If I go to the A mayor or the governor or these corrupt politicians, and I try to argue with them, or you know, impeach them, or you know, uh, protest, and so that they are accountable for you know what they allowed to happen and are allowing to happen and to fix it. It's Mm -hmm. like that's not going to work. So what do we do? And that's what I'm referring to. Let's cut off their 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 funds. Uh, you know, supply or whatever. And that's, that would be the tactic is we have to fix the elections. Mm -hmm. When we have clean elections, they will be phased out. We will have true leaders and we won't have these problems anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's one problem that we do have is weak leadership all the way around. And, you know, to kind of, uh, segue into another topic is because you're talking about peaceful protest. Um, you know, I was telling you about the the whole incident in Nashville where they had the shooting. You know, mm-hmm. the the Christian kids got killed. Um, I believe it was six or seven people total, uh, and uh, that that whole situation is real eye opening and frustrating to see because mm-hmm. you know some innocent kids lost their lives. And you know, if you ask me, they were targeted by a specific person because of their specific beliefs. That's just, you know if we want to if we want to keep it real, you know that's what it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And somehow they've made this shooting about being racist, homophobic, and guns are bad. And you know. And speaking of peaceful protests, it's like they went into the capital of, you know, there in Tennessee, Nashville, took over and, you know, according to their standard, it was was just protesting, right? Mm -hmm. But what they've been telling us since 2021 is that's an insurrection. Mm Mm-hmm. So that double. Standard, so that wasn't that wasn't an insurrection then. No, that one wasn't. That was peaceful protesting. Mm-hmm. Um and it was protesting, you know, for for against guns. But it was also a lot of, you know, the LGBTQ community protesting because the shooter was a trans person. And I don't know. I guess in a sense, you know, from what I've seen, it's like if if it's justified. She's a victim. She's oppressed. She's going through a lot, but it's just it's frustrating because obviously any kid, regardless, right, Mm -hmm. of the shooter, their background, you know, no kid that shouldn't happen to kids. But it's like now it happens to a certain specific type of kid in a Christian school, and it's like let's disregard them, right? I think I was I was telling you. The White House has invited those three uh, lawmakers from Tennessee that basically helped out with that peaceful protest, Mm -hmm. you know. But no, when they asked the press secretary about, you know, what about the families? Are they getting an invite to the White House? You know, she had no comment on that, which is, you know, we all know. No. And, And to me, that's what to me, that's what makes it. That's what makes it real how could you put it infuriating? I don't know. What do you, what do you feel about that?
1: I think it's, um, the same tactic being applied, um, in a different, um, scenario. Mm -hmm. So you take the same, everything that's been, what happened in Chicago in a different way, but very similar. You put it, um, in nashville mm-hmm. so what it, what I mean by that it's creating more division yeah do you do you know what i mean yeah, and, yeah yeah and and why was it allowed you know how 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 did that come to be it look in what I'm trying to say is A lot of these people that are um, that are involved in these mass shootings Mm -hmm. is um, it it turns out that they're heavily medicated. They've got some issues. FBI has already been looking into them for a while. They've been under the radar. They've been spoken to by the FBI. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, J6, it turns out that there were so many undercover informants you know dressed as civilians out there and there there's just a lot a lot to it that leads you to believe that the three-letter agencies are involved in a, a lot of these things that happen
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it's unfortunate that that it does happen because lives are lost. And and that's the part that is the most upsetting, especially when there's kids involved. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, every life is important, but when you know there's kids involved, it it it's it's a lot different. Everybody has to admit that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think part of you know that happening is for that reason is because it really pulls at the heartstrings, and it it you know it drives people to to go to that place where they just see red and um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's really hard to control your emotions, but
0: um, I don't know if I answered your question, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think kind of based off what you just said right now, it's, it is just all an an emotional response. Normally with, with uh, you know, with that side, it's emotions are a real triggering and it's also an easy way to manipulate yeah uh, it's a form of
1: manipulation
0: yeah yeah and (laughs) you gotta say you know it sounds like we're broken record because we keep ending up back to that but i I, you know that's that is the key i mean they're manipulation causes a lot of these things. So when someone is emotional and they get enraged and like you said, they see red because they're angry, you know, obviously everybody gets upset when, you know, things like this happen. Um, But then they get angry, they get enraged. And then they start taking their anger out, you know, not just on the shooter, the person responsible, but everybody else that, you know, has nothing, nothing to do with that shooting right they start attacking people that that are pro second amendment right they they start attacking you know conservatives in general because you know realistically you got your liberals and your conservatives and obviously one side is pro-gun one isn't Mm -hmm. and and it's just these emotional tricks to to get people riled up and, and and it causes all this
1: yeah because let's say that if people really cared you know about the people that are involved with this, the people okay, so you got the victims and and then you've got you know um, the perpetrator, right mm-hmm. if people really cared, they would be concerned about the victims, of course, then the perpetrator uh the criminal. They would take a real look at the, you know, why this person did it. Mm-hmm. And then they would look at the background. You and I would use common sense and go, okay, well, did they have mental issues? Okay, mm-hmm. what's their history? Let's pull it up. Were they under medication? Right? Yeah. So we don't have that that common sense approach where we start looking at things pragmatically like that in in. And start to dissect it and really understand the situation. No, we've got all these different outlets that just want to cram this uh, narrative down our throat straight Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. and look at the patterns. I talk about the patterns all the time. This person was a transgender Mm -hmm. and let's talk about the Bud Light situation. (laughs) So now we've got, uh videos in social media where people are out there they put a 12-pack or however many pack of beers and they start you know shooting at it yeah and you know as a sign of um I don't know what you would call it protest protesting or boycotting yeah. um, whatever, whatever you want to call it right yeah um in you know some some of them are funny <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's funny is funny, yeah. Um, but let's think about our reaction. So, is that the reaction that they want us to have? Is that we show aggression towards that, and then they yeah. go, "Hey, homophobes over here!" Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, no, wait, 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 wait. I, I, I heard a, um, a quote, and someone had asked someone, "Is like." Um, what do you do when someone speaks negatively to you? Mm-hmm. And this person was very Zen, you know, and they were very calm. So every, anytime someone would say something negative, they, they wouldn't um, acknowledge it or they wouldn't react to it. Mm-hmm. And the reason they, the explanation that they gave is that if I was to acknowledge that negativity I would allow it to exist. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so the person or whoever was being negative towards that person without that reaction, they don't get that um, reciprocation to whatever energy that they're trying to give off. So that energy just lies there and and nothing happens with it. Mm -hmm. And that's what they want from us. They want, they want to put something out negative. They're waiting for the negative response. They've got their explosion.
2: Mm.
1: Hmm. And I don't know. I mean, that's that's what my feelings are uh, uh, about that. You know, it's. Um, I'm not saying you know, kind of like trying to sound like Jesus is like, you know. Turn your other cheek or the Bible, you know, (laughs) and let things just kind of roll off your back. But, um, you, we can have reactions, we can react to things, but I think, um, the way that
0: we react to things is really important. Yeah. And I, and I think that's what I was saying, uh, last time was, you know, we can quietly, like, you know, if, if you don't agree with, you know, Bud Light and what they're doing and, and, or Nike, you know, using using that guy to model women's clothes. If you don't mm-hmm. agree in none of that, it's cool. Just, you know, do that on your own. Just, hey, all right, I'm not going to buy any Nike, uh, you know, any Nike gear. I'm not going to buy Bud Light. Just kind of do it in silence and you move on. And then you know where not to, to support, right? Um, yeah. But, you know. It's, uh, I think there's a, uh-huh. there's a lot
1: of examples. Like, um, I'll use, you know, watching sports when all this stuff started going down. Man, I was really into sports. I just cold turkey just stopped watching.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And that was my way of protesting. Then you start seeing, um, you know, franchises losing money and um, ratings are. Down, you know, they're not even close to what they used to be in the past. uh Bud Light, I ain't buying no Bud Light. You know, <laughs> that's in, and, and I'm not putting anything out on social media like memes or anything like that. Or
0: no, but I'm I just showing
1: it with with my money, my my reaction, I guess. You know, kind of like what I was talking about. And yeah. it doesn't have to be negative. All you have to just really do is like, look, I. I'm not going to support you. I'm not going to buy that. And other people are talking with their wallets too. Mm -hmm. And it's showing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They they lost money. I think because I think when we when we did that episode, the last one, they were at four billion. And I think the very next day after it it was like at seven. I haven't checked recently, but, you know, yeah, they're they they feel the effects of it. Right. And then. You know, even the the CEO had to put out a statement that was like, oh, we, we didn't want to get into anything that's divisive or something like that. But, you know, it, at the same time, it's like, well, you already did it. And it was kind of like a how could you put it like a like a weak apology, not like a real correction. It was just like I ah, didn't mean to do that. You know what I mean? It, it, it was it was like just trying to save face in, in a sense. Not really. Well, they were just trying to get their customers back. That's all yeah. they were trying to do. Is yeah. that
1: is it true that they put out another uh Clydesdale horse
0: type of uh commercial or <laughs> advertisement? After I had that? I didn't watch it, but I saw someone post it that there was another a new ad and it did have the horse. Yeah. Uh and it's like, uh, we,
1: we were just kidding. We're going to go back to being patriotic and America. America first type of thing. That's why I remember what we were saying in the other episodes. The reality is that we're the majority. Mm-hmm. So the illusion, I mean, you can fall into the illusion and you can, you know, believe what you want to believe. Mm-hmm. That That's proof, again, that we're
0: the majority. Yep. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That, that, like you said, it goes to show you that when all these things come out and they don't see that instant, overwhelming support, then you know, yeah, they're, they're, they're not the majority. Yeah. They are not, you know, and, and like I said last time, they might have the majority and, and all this social media crap, but, you know social media for in a sense it's not real life either Mm-mm. you
1: know no it's a fantasy straight yep. up um i mean they got filters and all that other stuff come on now <laughs> so, no reality but um going back to the Nashville shooting and with the kids is yes. i know you've seen it but you know there's there's a list so politicians are protected by armed men with weapons, Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, celebrities, same thing, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, um, wealthy people, same thing, right? Right. Schools, children are protected by no. gun-free zone
0: signs. That's it. <laughs> I, th- to me, you know, when, when we talk about, you know, go- going through, you know, this, how could you put it, this timeline, you know, the time we're in, um, you would imagine that having kids protected a little bit better would be more important, would be a higher priority and it, the highest priority. And it's and it's not because all it all it becomes is just again people getting enraged about guns and or it's
1: not about it's not about kids anymore.
0: No, no. It wasn't. I mean that
1: this this be so it real, it should be about the kids. When everybody starts arguing about guns, it's like shut up. Let's yeah. talk about the kids. Yeah. How are we gonna protect the kids? Get exactly. get some armed. You Know, uh, cops there, or you know, There's, there's a lot of suggestions ex military, mm-hmm. uh, retired folk, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or even armed uh, teachers, or you know, that are trained or whatnot, mm-hmm. um, security guards that are armed, trained, yeah, yeah, it, it, that that should be if we really wanted to fix this if they really wanted to fix this they would fix it the way that they fix everything else Mm -hmm. these people that are talking is standing on their soapbox are protected by people with firearms Mm -hmm. so don't be a hypocrite and protect them the way that you're being
0: protected as you speak about them Mm -hmm. straight up Mm -hmm. yep yep and that and that and that right there it's like you know obviously we're, we've talked about it. We're in California. Our, our very special governor, Gavin Newsom, um, you know, he likes to talk about how much money he spent to fix this, this and that. It's like, there's a good spot where you want to put some money into it, put some money into protecting kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And don't be walking around the streets talking about how bad guns are and you have three or four, um, you know, armed guards next to you. Like, come on, man. You think you're the only one that deserves that kind of protection? It's like, like you said, right? Don't, don't, don't talk about the guns. Talk about the kids, right? We're talking about saving lives. And unfortunately, you know, there are crazy people in this world that, you know, get, want to get notoriety off of doing a school shooting, right? There's There's that aspect to it. There's a lot of mental health issues that don't even get addressed. Um, we've just you know today's society, we just let everything roll without any without any correction, and like you said, kind of like we were saying before about uh Chicago, no accountability no no none of that it's just you know it's a free for all well, look at the pattern there,
1: another pattern, so we're not protecting the kids in Nashville, right mm-hmm. and then you talked about the u n It seems like they want to make um, sexual consent for minors the norm. Yeah. How is that protecting the kids? You've got adults that could pressure kids into thinking that
0: they're consenting Mm -hmm. to, to sexual activities. Yep. And this is this is what I'm sharing right now. It's exactly it's the their their document. So I'll just kind of read it from from the top. It says with respect to enforcement of criminal law, any prescribed minimum age of consent to sex must be applied in a non discriminatory manner. Enforcement may not be linked to the sex, gender of the participant or age of consent to marriage. Moreover, sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual, in fact, if not in law. In this context, the enforcement of criminal law should reflect the right and capacity of persons under 18 years of age to make decisions about engaging in consensual sexual conduct and their right to be heard in matters concerning them. Pursuant to their involving capacities and progressive autonomy. Persons under 18 years of age should participate in decisions affecting them with due regard to their age, maturity, and best interest, and with specific attention to non discrimination guarantees. So, you know, I just read it word for word. That's, I don't know how anybody else interpreted it. You know, I know we read it before and we're at the same conclusion. That means that minors. According to the U.N., which I believe Trump wanted to get rid of and he, you know, hopefully if he gets back in there, he does. We we forget them. Mm
2: -hmm. They're
0: saying anyone under 18 can make a decision, can give consent. And I mean, that's what all this this other crap with with, you know, talking about three and four year olds that are able to determine their sex or change their sex. You know, you got kids under 10 having surgeries and all that. It's like, this is, this is, that right there was the start of this. That's like the, the entrance. Now you get to hear, and next thing you're, you're going to see is, okay, well, well, being a pedophile is a sexual preference. Yeah. yeah. Being a pedophile, love is love. Now, what
1: we were talking about earlier, I don't know if there's an echo, but um, let me know if you hear it. No, I'm good. Now, does it make sense that they're trying to slide into um, elementary school with the drag queens? Right? Does it make sense now? Is the pattern there? Can you see the pattern now? Mm-hmm. They're laying it out in front of us. Yeah. It's up to us if we want to see it. So you tell me are they protecting the kids? These <laughs> no. hypocrites, these liars,
0: these bold face liars, are they protecting the kids? Nope. Not one bit. Not one bit. And again, it goes to what we talked about in the first episode. It's these these people have no morals. No morals at all. Like you said, they get on their soapbox, pretend to care, say the right things like they care, but then the policies that get put in place or these these things that they're recommending go against all of that. So it's like, what is that saying? Your actions are louder than your words. Yeah. They speak but louder than your right words. Exactly. And you know, this is, this is, like I said, to me, this is like an introduction to pedophilia. Like, okay, let's, let's normalize that. That's, that's how I interpret that.
1: Yeah. Well, first you steal the kids uh, innocence mm-hmm. and that's what they're doing. Think about it. That's what they're doing with the drag queens. Like, being a drag queen and and doing whatever drag queens do, I've never been to one of those shows, but I've seen TV shows or movies, and everybody kind of gets the idea of what that whole deal is about. No one's bashing those adults that want to engage into that, but let's make it real. It's sexual what they're doing, okay? It, no one thinks, oh, you know, a drag queen is so educational. You know, they're a great influence for my kids. Let's, <laughs> let's take them to school. Who thinks about that? A pedophile. Be real. Exactly. Why? Because you want to steal that kid's innocence and you want to put that seed in their mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it sets them up for what the UN is trying to do. The UN is going to try to do that. Obama and what was it? John Kerry were trying to introduce a law where um, the UN could control firearms in In the nations that are in it, so in other mm-hmm. words, they wanted to take it our second amendment with it so if they were if the u n is trying to do that with um consent, the age of consent, you don't think that they're gonna apply it to all the nations that
0: are tied into it, yeah, mm-hmm. they are yeah yeah and and you know kind of go back to this to me it gets worse the next section is on sex work so two consenting adults exchange shouldn't be criminalized right now what does that lead to human trafficking it's like i haven't read this whole document but just seeing the next one it like it just got <laughs> it just got worse cuz it gets into human trafficking right mm-hmm. that's what you're opening the doors to now you combine Principle 16 with Principle 17, what do you got there? Child trafficking. So these people can, you know, try not to yeah. cuss, but you know what I want to say.
1: Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Hey, man, it's, um, they're laying it out. They're laying it out. Um, we just have to be able to see it and identify it and figure it out. Hopefully, we are figuring it out. Um, You know, um, I, I read a book by John Taylor Gatto and, um, he, he was a teacher in New York or in the East coast. I think it was New York. And he saw how kids were being manipulated. Uh, weapons of mass mass instruction is the name of the book. Mm. And, um, one of the he had a he came to a lot of conclusions, but one of the conclusions he came down to is that. And, and check this out, because I think it has something to do with what's going on right now, is that. Adolescence is being extended. OK,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, it, and it goes back to what. We talk about in the sense that people actually start seeing the truth after they're 30 mm. or when they're in in that age range. Okay. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: So when they extend the adolescence is what they expose kids to as far as responsibility is
2: mm-hmm.
1: and what they should be doing, what a responsible adult is like, or, or understanding that when you become an adult it's not that you turn 18 and then you're responsible is that you start becoming responsible you start becoming an adult at a young age and mm-hmm. by the time you're 18 you're a responsible adult mm-hmm. so they take that away and extend the adolescence mm. okay yeah so, when that happens, you're not independent, you're reliant, and you're easily manipulated. Yeah. And that's one of the conclusions that he came to as far as the school system in America. Mm. Okay? And this is an award-winning uh, teacher. Okay and And he wrote books about this. Hmm. so you tell me, are we protecting our kids? Are we making them independent adults by that time they turn eighteen, not when they turn eighteen, but by that time they're eighteen? No, he, in, in one of the stories in his in his book he 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 outlines this story right. And I think I told you this one before. I've told a lot of people about this story. But so this mom. Story is taking, time. Story time. <laughs> is that this mom is taking her kid uh, home. So she picks mm-hmm. him up from school and she's taking him home. And out of nowhere. And he must have been like around 10 or 11 or something like that. Or maybe a little bit younger. But it's just so it doesn't sound like I'm exaggerating, like around 10 or 11. So she stops, pulls over to the curb and goes, hey, um, walk home. Mm -hmm. And to the kid, he's like confused. And for us, reading this paragraph out of the book, it seems kind of cruel. It's like the mom is kicking the kid out of the car, making him walk home. Mm. So what the mom was really trying to do is see if he pays attention. And mm-hmm. if he wasn't paying attention, so that he could pay attention moving forward, so that he knows how to get home, he's paying attention to his surroundings, environment, huh? Exactly. Not just fumbling around, <laughs> you know, like paying attention to his phone. Oh, okay, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and this person became very successful. Why? Because. They were independent at a young age. Didn't depend on people influencing them. You know what they thought. He he formed opinions on his own. He came to conclusions on his own. Made decisions on his own. Questioned things. Yeah. That's what we're missing. That's what used to
0: be taught. The critical school, thinking. Critical thinking. Yeah. And that's crazy. I mean, because like, you know, I I graduated high school in two thousand four. At that time, you know, I felt like when I was at of high school, I felt like, oh shit, I'm not ready for the, I'm not ready for the real world. Like, I don't know what's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anything? Yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was, I wasn't prepared for it. Like, credit, you know taking care of that Uh, bank accounts, you know, and none of that stuff was taught in schools. And like, I just felt as a, as a young adult, I felt like, Oh damn, I had to learn everything kind of as I go. Right. Um, And and that was in 2004, (laughs) you know, my opinion of it is it hasn't gotten any better. (laughs) So I can only Mm -hmm. imagine how much worse, how much worse the, these, 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 kids are, because I mean, at least I knew, okay, I, I, at least I knew, okay, I got to go to work. I got to start making money. Cause I got to start taking, in a sense, you know, taking care of myself. I got to try to get a car. I got to, you know, help with the rent or whatever. Like I knew I had to do that stuff, you know, so I wasn't completely like, how could you go clueless? But the other aspects, you know, that are tied into that, like it, there wasn't a lot of conversation on that. You know, especially in school. I think in, in high school, we had economics for like half a semester. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's it. That's the only requirement. It's like, well, no, you, we should probably do it all four years. So, you know, people get out of high school and they're pretty knowledgeable with banking system, the stock, whatever. Right. Yeah, maybe a requirement it's to, throughout. kids <laughs> up to, to succeed, you know, right off the bat. You know obviously you're gonna have to show some you know do some work but like I said I can only imagine today's kids getting out of high school you know how unprepared they must be because education has the standard of education is terrible so I can only imagine you know what they're what it's like there the type of work work ethic that they probably don't have and don't instill in them nowadays. You know, a lot of them probably don't have it in them. You know, it, yeah. it's a, it's a sad, it's a sad situation.
1: Yeah. And that's why I go back to that comment that I made her right here. It's like, you know what? I'm going to agree with the, the mayor of Chicago. I'm not, let's not demonize those kids. Um, we just talked about the school system. Let's yeah, go. They don't. Let's, they don't, they let's, don't
0: want kids prepared.
1: Yeah. Let's take a look at that school system. Let's take a look at um, um, our police departments, DAs, you, the mayor, uh, you know, <laughs> the the politicians, you know, allowing all of this to happen. Mm-hmm. What are you doing?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm yeah. gonna demonize them. It's like, yeah. get off your lazy asses and do something.
0: Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. You're telling me not to demonize the kids. Fine. But what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, and that in
1: that part, you know, I will pivot and I won't. I I won't react the way that they want me to react because they want they want us. They want me to react with racist comments Mm. Um. You know, derogatory uh, comments towards them and yeah. stuff like or, that, or, or
0: say anything that would be interpreted or taken out of context into something racist, even though you might just be saying,
1: or like, like we, we said, you know, talk.
0: just that negative energy, you know, yeah,
1: yeah, towards towards them. So, mm-hmm. yeah that that's that's how i I would approach that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm not going to fall. I'm not going to fall for that trap, you know?
0: Yeah. No. And and yeah, they that's that's 100 percent the real problem. That's the root cause. It's the policies put in place that have been in place for years. That's why when, when we talk about a lot of this stuff now that's happening today, you know, we're not talking about it. Or we're not trying to have people open their eyes to it for today. It's like you open it today, so that five, ten years from now, it's not worse for your kids or the next generation. You know that's why today we talk about it, so that tomorrow in the future, we, we we gotta fight for it today because you know all these policies that are in place now weren't just put in today. You know it didn't just put it didn't get it added today, and then oh this is the result of it. It's like no, it's it's been in place for probably. 10, 20 years already, and this is the result.
1: Yeah, and and it's been rolled out in stages. So John Taylor Gatto, we're talking about seventies, early seventies, and stuff like that, if not a little bit earlier. So you can imagine, this is a it, this has been in in production for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now you know they've gotten into a point where you know it's 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 really heating up. You know, it's like right in our face. It's bold. Uh, someone, uh, I thought this was kind of funny. Someone um, said uh, that Hunger Games. They mm-hmm. brought up Hunger Games. Remember the the console or the politicians or whatever those people are
2: mm-hmm. that are
1: running the show in Hunger Games. They've got yeah, yeah. the weird clothes and hats and stuff <laughs> like that. Man, real life is starting to look like that. We've got what's that? Dude, that one guy that's stealing the Sam Britton. <laughs> Yeah, stealing or, the luggage. Yes, yeah, st- stealing the luggage and stuff like that. He looks like he belongs straight out of that movie <laughs> And it's like, um, I was telling Gloria, is like, some of this stuff is just like, dude, it's not even off of a movie script anymore. Because if you saw it in a movie, you would be like, this is too much. <laughs> Damn, this is this is like uh,
0: extreme. <laughs> That's great. It is, man. That's that's damn.
1: (laughs) It's like it's crazy. You know, a big a big term right now is uh, gaslighting. Everybody uses it. I don't even know how to use it anymore because every everybody just goes, "You're gaslighting me." Everything's everything's (laughs) gaslighting. So Uh, it's like they're gaslighting us right now with some of the stuff that they're doing.
0: I was gonna tell you Christy calls him the gay Matt Damon, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god he does resemble him. He does, he's just bald, I think. But I think he did he get time? I think he, he got did. some it, time, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. And he's gonna get mental mental uh, health help as well. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. They're finally doing something right. <laughs> Holy smokes, oh, man! You know it, it's you know we had talked about it, um, or it could have been the one where Christine was on, but we were just talking about like everyone in the positions that are in. It's just they're selected to fit a role to to appease a certain population, and you know tie that into what we're talking about today. We end up with this. Weak leadership, right? You got, you on got purpose, that on, but it's purpose. on purpose. Yeah. And you have, um, I want to have Art back on because they've been having uh, Mallorca's on, you know, at the Senate hearings and all that. And he's For talking Art about how meeting. secure the border is. And it's like, man, like, I, I don't know. They're just, they, I guess they're relying on people not paying attention. I yeah. don't know
1: yeah uh, yeah that's not going to work dude i heard a, a, a sad story today so they they i don't know maybe you can look it up but yeah they found a girl and they found so much male dna on her like multiple Ooh. like a crazy amount of of different you know male dna I don't know if you you'd be able to find it,
0: I think I saw it I think Carrie Lake is but crazy. it's
1: extreme, it's extreme, kind of like what I would just said, like even if it was in a movie mm-hmm. I would say it's it's too out there it's unbelievable yeah, yeah.
0: she she uh Carrie Lake had posted a a video oh no a, a Twitter of a video that <clears throat> Basically, it's a couple. Maybe that works at the border. Mm-hmm. So she said, a precious eight-year-old little girl was found at our border with 67 different traces of DNA inside her. That's it right there. In Joe Biden's America, little girls get raped by 67 different men. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I think the the link is to another, another tweet where I think the, a couple was talking about it.
1: That's another one that you can add right there is are they protecting the kids at Mm -hmm. the border? Mm -hmm. It's The reality is they don't give a flying you know what.
0: And that's crazy. And then and then, like I said, you have that guy talking about how secure the border is and tying it into what we've been talking about. Exactly what you said right now. They don't care about the kids all those kids in the cages, all the kids crossing the border suffering that we've been talking about the 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 ability to to expose those kids or or have them at risk of being trafficked. You know, they don't they don't care about kids, you know. And then UN introducing those kind of recommendations. It's like, come on, man. UN, you kick rocks, man. Well. And you know
1: Trump is leading polls left and right as much as even. I think his numbers
0: got better when he got indicted. Yeah, I I, heard, I, I had seen he was. He definitely raised more money. So. Well, he he
1: sold his second edition of his. <laughs> oh, his uh his or, or yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh. I, know, I saw some pictures of some, and I was like, "Is that for real?" I think one of them was uh, like a Superman or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, uh, I saw a couple of them. It's like they look funny. It's like yeah. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, like the, the way they look. But it's like, yeah. okay. I guess uh, people are buying them, so uh, you know, it. Whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He's leading the polls. So, (laughs) but yeah, we got so, yeah. So, visit our store, buy this shirt. (laughs) I'm gonna, it's story time. Okay.
1: So, is that the one that we were talking about? That's the one that I'm gonna,
0: that's uh, yeah, that's the story time. I made that one because you always got your story time on the podcast. Um, we do, you know, we have other. I made this one. Uh, where is it? Politicians munchies oh, yeah. yeah. muscles. That one. That one's also <laughs> from the mind of Danny. <laughs> uh, that that hat that camel
1: hat though. I'm gonna. I
0: oh yeah, yeah. That one's that one's dope. It's so, cool. you know, I have the link below. For the store check it out buy some of the gear uh help support the 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 show here and um you know use promo code lfm20 for 20 percent off so that code will we'll share here on the podcast with the people that watch live um but yeah i mean you know i think overall uh you know good good episode And and we just got to keep our eyes on on the real the real issues. Right. I think as we talked about before, a lot of these a lot of these things here are distracting us from the real deal, from the real from the real problem. And and we got to, you know, and and myself included, sometimes I like "Ah," I get caught up in it because, like I said, a lot of it looks um, frustrating. But, you know you got to take a step back and and kind of decipher what's decipher, going on decipher yeah what what it is what what are they trying to do you know what like you said what reaction are they trying to get out of the people mm-hmm. and in a majority of the time well it's it's that exact reaction and that's what they want to probably paint people in a different um you know scope and and you know yeah, we got to think about it and be be considerate of all aspects of, of these situations. Yeah. Here's another uh,
1: uh, perspective or angle to this is Durham, uh, with his investigation, mm-hmm. um, he dropped some new information and, um, you know, it's linking Obama and, you know, things like that. So they were thinking that it was a nothing burger, you know, Durham's uh, investigation
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's obviously not over. No, um, it's just, there's no leaks. It's a, I think it's a real investigation. And when there's a real investigation, there are no leaks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, we get used to the investigations that, um, the, you know, Democrats were <laughs> the running. <motor> ones. <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. And, um, you know, well's leaking, right? Um, Shifty Shift is leaking information left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, and they're getting, you know, they're, they're getting pulled from all the committees where they were getting all that information and leaking it. But this investigation, there's no leaks. It's, you know, it's sealed pretty tight. Mm-hmm. There's still stuff coming down. Looking forward to see, you know, uh, if anything really happens from it, I'm just crossing my <laughs> fingers. But see,
0: it's funny right now. You mentioned Adam Schiff. Uh, he was doing a, a was like a committee thing, yeah, a hearing. I think they're doing the one in New York or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you've seen that someone started shouting at him. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I love I love seeing when they heckle on. <laughs> so it was a it was a conservative rapper. His name's DVS. 7.0. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, he, because I think Schiff started talking about Trump. And then, like, he kind of just got up and he's like, ah, I forgot what he told him exactly. But just calling him out, basically. Like, yeah. dude, like, why are you still talking about Trump? Like, you know, it's people people are dying, people are worried about their families, and you're still up here talking about Trump. Like, he, he, he went off on him. You know, they kicked him out of the the building, but. <laughs> He, he definitely called Chip out, so shout out to him. No, that's good. Hey, he
1: wasn't getting fooled by what they were putting in his face. Yeah. You know, the orange man, you know. It's like, no, 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 no. Not falling for it. Stop talking about that BS and, you know, talk about something real. Yeah. So that's good, man.
0: We called him out in the middle of that hearing, so that was that was cool to see. I'll send you the 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 video of it later. Yeah, send it to me. it out. But yeah i mean hey more more people right are gonna start calling out the b s so you know I'm all for it, yeah cool well thanks for 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 tuning in everybody that that tuned in live you know seems like a – well well
2: <laughs> so
0: nice. uh we'll 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 try this out again um probably our next episode we'll have uh Peter Hernandez on—he's the U.S. Congress candidate for District 18 in California, which runs through San Jose, basically like Alum Rock area, all the way down to Salinas, Marina, Monterey. So it's okay. pretty big. It's a large area. So, um, so we're going to have him on up. next week. And where we uh, grew up. Yeah, where we grew up. Exactly. So we'll talk to him about that area. You know, we're familiar with it. And uh, you know, probably see what kind of plans uh, he he's got for for that area and all that. So we'll we'll have Peter Hernandez on next week. Right on. Cool. All right, then everybody, take care. God bless, and we'll see you guys next time.